Welcome to Feel Better, Live More Bite Size, your weekly dose of positivity and optimism to get you ready for the weekend. Today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens, one of the most nutrient-dense whole food supplements that I have come across. It contains vitamins, minerals, prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes, and I myself take it regularly. Go to athleticgreens.com forward slash live more to find out more and to access a very special offer for listeners of my podcast. That's athleticgreens.com forward slash live more. Today's clip is from episode 71 of the podcast with natural lifestyle coach and barefoot endurance athlete, Tony Riddle. In this clip, he explains that when we connect with nature and our natural state, we can all experience greater health and happiness. Why do you have no chairs in your house? Um, just because I want to raise as many social extreme eyebrows as possible. No, um, <laughs> we are a species destined to be innately empowered, wild and connected, right? And the way that comes around is that we have this amazing physicality, social and spiritual self. And when you understand the physical self, again, one of those fundamental physical needs is movement and play. Okay, so... Um, I, I used to own a Pilates studio. And so I thought that was on the rung of the ladder of movement. And most of the people that come and see me, it was really symptom relief, you know, trying to reconfigure a posture that was basically compromised by modern life. And, and it's the modern part of life, which is a sedentary lifestyle. Now, 83% of the UK are living in urban environments. We're spending 90% of our time indoors. What are we doing in that time indoors? Most of it's sitting, right? So if we're sitting in one posture, and I have a Pilates studio that's designed for symptom relief. Why keep dealing with the symptom? Why not go to the cause, which is the chair? And then if I look to nature for the perfect example, because I look to the natural world and the natural beings of the world for the solution, because again, we can only look to nature for a natural condition, right? So I can do that through sleep, rest, play, whatever it is. In this case, it's right. Look at the chair. Does a chair exist in nature? No. And then we look at Ah, okay, there's studies that show there's a hundred different rest positions on the ground. So if we then look at there's a hundred different rest positions on the ground, once you understand them, you can see that they're little micro nutrients of the macro skill of actually standing up. Right. So so beneath all that standing, the upright posture, let's say so you've got you have kids, right? So we observed our kids. I because I have a movement background, I was just obsessed and recording bit by bit by bit by bit of their movement, which is their motor skill milestones, how they unravel. So they have various different rest positions on the ground that enable them to become upright beings, right? None of that involves a chair, but they manage to get completely upright. They have the best postures ever, right? Up until the age of six, seven, you don't have to go, why do you, you don't have to go to physios or Pilates. You just have incredible physiology. And you can jump, run, lift, carry. You can do all these things that we, we're having to relearn and reconnect with. They already have it. So for me, I had to remove the chair because I had to be the best example for my kids. So if I'm sitting, my kids are going to want to sit. I can't say to them, no, you're not allowed on the chairs. You have to keep unraveling all these hundred different rest positions. So partly it was to be the best example of a human being for my kids to observe the behaviors. But mostly it's just every one of those rest positions helps feed and nourish an amazing physiology that then... The macro skills can come from walking, from running, through jumping, through lifting, through carrying, through throwing, de defending, swimming, 
all of those things, the hierarchy within them is the posture. And the micronutrient or element of that macro skill of the posture is all the ground rest positions. Unfortunately, when we sit, it's detrimental to the posture because we get locked in the hips, locked in the ankle. We turn, revert back into a very old primal pattern, if you believe in evolution. Like 35 million evolutions, we're a C-shaped primate. So when we sit down, we then start to take on the C-shaped spine of the primate. It's very quick. And then if you start to then put a pad in front of you or, or a computer in front of you or a screen in front of you, you adopt even more of a C-shape, which we call slumping. But really, it's just take, adopting a very ancient spinal position. Then when you stand from that, of course, the head position is totally out. It's forward of the base of support, which means then when I simply walk or I run or any of those things, it means I have to keep striding further and further out because otherwise I'd fall over if the foot wasn't there. So it's just... It's just understanding that the ground rest positions is nature's cure, really, for a lot of the ills that I see within people's posture or within their physiology. Yeah. So there's joints that primarily should be offering uh, mobility, some that offer stability. The pelvis should be offering stability and the thoracal spine should be offering mobility. When we sit down in a chair, it defies all of that. But when you upload the rest positions on the ground, like simple things like kneeling I'm doing now up on a chair... This is a single leg kneel, but it's the single leg squat just the same. Yeah. It nourishes the ankle, stabilizes the knee, mobilizes the hips. And then I can build my posture above it. So yeah. it's opening up the locomotive um, joints and then allowing the muscles and the tendons within that system to understand their role, which then we can become more efficient, minimize the risk of injury. And aesthetics, we just have a system that understands its role. Therefore, I'm going to be physically stronger and look physically stronger and more empowered because my posture's aligned. I look to the natural beings and natural places of the world to find ways of living that are more in sync with our human biology. And again, I found that the closer I could take people to nature, the more I can heal them. Um, I talk about this guy a lot. It probably drives him nuts, but he's now 78. His name is Yehudi Gordon. So he was, um, he was a pioneer of the active birthing movement, so natural birthing. He almost rewilded childbirth, right, for instance. Um, so he came to me um, how many, when he was 72, six years ago, and he was crumpled up, stooped, and he said, I really love, I love to learn how to walk. And I was like, well, oh, you're a 72-year-old wants to learn how to walk, right? It's interesting. Okay, so let's have a look. So and then we went through rewilding feet, um, ground living, so ground resting positions for a 72-year-old, went all the way through it, through kneeling, started off culturing in the kneel first, then single leg kneeling, then double leg kneeling, and then eventually got to the squat. And he's now squatting. So he sets his timer for 30 minutes a day, incrementally, five minutes here, six minutes there, whatever, and builds his 30 minutes, like the Edo portal squat challenge, right? And then he can build 30 minutes a day, and then it builds into a new habit. He then straight away, it was footwear. Footwear had to go out, right? I need you in Vivo barefoot, right? We're all familiar with Vivo, right? Yeah, um, everyone knows on this podcast. I'm exactly. a huge, huge fan. And we were on the big Vivo event this weekend. And so straight away, it's Vivos for him. So he now wears Vivos the whole time, doesn't own another pair of shoes. Um, from ground rest positions, we went into hanging. And hanging then through hanging positions, because you have to understand that we're talking about sapiens, which is 270,000 years, let's say. But underneath it all, we're arboreal as well. So we've got practices that go way back. So if you believe in evolution, there's that 35 million years somewhere. If you climb down the phylogenic tree, you understand that we had amazing brachiating abilities. We were hanging, swinging, climbing. So when you start to incorporate those again, it enables you to get back to the wrist, the elbow, and the shoulder and scapular components of, well, we have that in us. We're brachiating apes, just the same. We still have the same capabilities. 
And then that enables the rib cage to lift. And when I get the rib cage up, I can do all the stretching I like for the thoracic spine. I've done it with people for years and years and years. Only when I started to use hanging, it was like, wow, okay, now they're getting the strength to hold it there. This isn't about the flexibility. Everyone bangs on about flexibility, but you need flexibility and strength. And that kind of comes in with mobility and strength and conditioning. So I could then strength conditioning this guy, Yehudi's posture through hanging, doing active arches, and then into bent arm strength. He's now physically much stronger. Through that process, that 72-year-old has now climbed Everest Base Camp, um, Bhutan, um, Mount Kenya. Yeah, he's just, he's just, oh, wow. we've done, a, I've done a whole natural lifestyle number on him. So he's off his setup with a, with a bar so he can walk through, hang on the bar. He has a mat that he can squat on to kneel. And then he does his meditation, does his breath work. And then he has a standing desk that he operates at, squats and stands, squats and stands. And then walks down to the tube in his vivos. People say, ah, oh, would you like a seat? And he goes, no, 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 no. And he, he hangs on the bar above. He's basically become, at the age of 78, an opportunist. So he's finding ways of living again that are enabling him as a 78-year-old to thrive. And when he meets people that have known him for years and years, they're like, wow, man, what's going on? You look amazing. And it's because he carries himself better. He sleeps better. Physically, Just it's just a better being, you know? What if someone's listening to this and go, Tony, that sounds great, uh, what you're doing, what your 72-year-old buddy has done, well, that's just too much for me. I, I, you know, has the train already left the station? Has culture moved on? Why are these things still relevant? And what, what would you say to someone who's listening to this who's skeptical and says, it's too late, I can't do that into my life? Well, again, I'd say a 72-year-old dude rocks up at my door and look at what he's doing now. He's a completely empowered being because underneath it, innately again, we're wild, we're connected and we're empowered beings, right? So it's never too late. And it's also, you just have to look at the environments differently. And I say, try and become more of an opportunist, right? So it can be the tube, right? I, I can choose to sit, right? But I'm going to, if I have an office environment and my HR department don't like the idea of standing desks, right? And they don't like the idea of you moving around too much. Don't sit on the tube because you're going to be sitting down for eight hours, right? That's what you have a choice there. Yeah. You make a choice between this is the old self and this is me going to be my, go return back to my wild, innate, empowered state, right? Because we're born with that naturally. So how do I do that? Right, okay, simple things. Right, it can be, okay, here's, here's an opportunity. We're doing a podcast now. I can be sitting or I can be kneeling. I know that kneeling is nourishing the ankle, the knee and the hip, right? Um, in your everyday life, I think just get out, try and get out to nature and move more. You know, I have this thing about setting timers. You know, average urbanite spends 90% of their time inside. At least try and get your 10%. You know, try and set a timer for two hours, 24 minutes and try and be outside for two hours, 24 minutes. You know, get to a local park. We're blessed in London, right? London's incredible, right? As an urban experience because like 8 million trees, 3,000 parks, right? There's 30,000 allotments and 3 million gardens, right? So really there's enough there. If you go in search of it, you can find it and get out into nature and just... Nature has just the same ability to drop us into that parasynthetic state as breath work. Yeah, 100%. That even nature scenes, so, you know, have nature scenes even on your um, screensaver. And then when you get the opportunity, you know, 10% get to nature. You sit under a tree, read a book. You know, if you have to answer emails, even just get out, get out into the park. Another nice one is to do your meetings out there. You know, there's a lot said for that. Go and, you know, set up a meeting and say, do you mind if we walk? And the more you just look at these little uploads, the better you feel. And then the better you feel, you go, oh, okay, I'm going to have a go at this. So you could even say, right, for this month alone, what are the physical needs? So let's look at the physical human needs, right? You have movement, you have sleep, you have rest, you have play, you have food, you have sunlight, you have air, right? 
right, let me get, or let me work on one of those a month, right? Let's work on movement this month. Let me work on empowering myself. I'm going to choose to, and it's choose. You choose to do this. I'm going to choose to sit less. Or I have Tuesday. I blog about a Tuesday, right? It's Tuesday. Morning peeps. It's that wonderful day of the week. It's Tuesday, right? It's the day where you make wonderful choices. Choose wisely, right? We're known as the sapien means wise. Let's be wise in our choice. So let's say um, I'm going to choose, I'm going to have a picture in my mind of how I want to be. And I'm going to pick Tuesday to behave like that. I'm going to choose how it is I want to be. And every time you do it, you'll think, oh my God, it feels amazing. And then what it starts to do, it starts to unravel and unravel into every day, yeah. every hour. Suddenly you'll look for more nourishing things that are going to help nourish physically, socially, and spiritually. The closer you can get to having your physical, social, spiritual needs met, the closer you are to being more human. Hope you enjoyed that bite-sized clip. Please do spread the love by sharing this episode with your friends and family. And if you want more, why not go back and listen to the full conversation with my guest. And if you enjoyed this episode, I think you will really enjoy my new bite-sized Friday email. It's called The Friday Five. And each week I share things that I do not share on social media. It contains five short doses of positivity, articles or books that I'm reading, quotes that I'm thinking about, exciting research I've come across, and so much more. I really think you're going to love it. The goal is for it to be a small yet powerful dose of feel good to get you ready for the weekend. You can sign up for it at drchatterjee.com forward slash Friday 5. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Make sure you have pressed subscribe and I'll be back next week with my long form conversation on Wednesday and the latest episode of Bite Science next Friday. <laughs>